Hello everyone, this is Urvashi Chahan. Welcome to Courts Today by Live Law, where we bring you the latest developments from all courts across India. Let us start. You are aware of the prolonged political controversy over the central government's decision to extend Enforcement Directorate's chief Sanjay Kumar Mishra's tenure multiple times. He was appointed for a two-year term in 2018. In 2020, the original appointment was retrospectively amended to make it a three-year tenure. Then in 2021, the Supreme Court directed the government to stop giving extensions to the ED director. But amendments were enacted in the Central Vigilance Commission Act, allowing a maximum of three annual extensions to the directors of CBI and ED on the recommendation of high-level committees. Earlier this month, a three-judge bench of the Supreme Court heard the batch of petitions challenging Mishra's appointment as well as the amendment to the Central Vigilance Commission Act. The court had held that extension given was illegal but allowed Mishra to continue in his post till 31st July. Today, the Solicitor General mentioned the matter before the bench concerned and requested to list the application seeking one more extension of the term of Mr. S.K. Mishra. The bench comprising Justices B.R. Gawai, Hima Kohli and P.K. Mishra agreed to list the application tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. Stay tuned with us. And now coming to the news from Varanasi regarding the Gyan Vapi Mosque survey by the ASI. Today was the second day of hearing of the matter where the Anjuman Intizamiya Masjid Committee has challenged Varanasi District Judge's order directing ASI survey of the mosque. The challenge was made after the Supreme Court stayed the survey on Monday and allowed some time to the Masjid Committee to approach the High Court. The Allahabad High Court today expressed its strong doubts regarding the work to be carried out by the ASI at the mosque premises. Chief Justice Pratinkar Devakar expressed his doubts after the additional Solicitor General appearing for the ASI failed to explain to the bench the exact methodology of the proposed survey. He told the court that ground-penetrating radar method would be used without causing any damage to the structure. But the bench was not convinced. The Allahabad High Court has today extended the stay on the survey till tomorrow and the ASI official has been directed to appear before the court tomorrow as the matter will be heard at 3.30 p.m. Stay tuned with Live Law. In another update, a retired district judge from Bihar has approached the Supreme Court challenging disciplinary action taken by Patna High Court against him over hasty decision in a criminal case. The petitioner is a former judicial officer who retired in August 2012. Just four days before his retirement, he was placed under suspension on account of complaints of hasty decision in a criminal case. The Chief Justice ordered the suspension of the petitioner. Further, disciplinary proceedings commenced and thereafter in 2017, penalty was imposed on him of deduction of 50% of his pension. He then moved the High Court which upheld the disciplinary action. Thus, he has now approached the Supreme Court through an SLP. The Supreme Court bench comprising Justices Rishikesh Roy and Justice Pankaj Mittal took note of the submission that the case for which his suspension was ordered was not a part of the article of charges framed against him. 
the charge sheet was submitted on four different cases and the main case for which he faced suspension was in fact added as a supplementary charge after four years which is impermissible as per the rules. The court has issued notice in the petition. If any of you have ever lost your luggage at the airport, you can imagine how unfortunate and frustrating that can be. Even more distressing would be if the luggage was lost by the airline. In a similar situation, the Supreme Court today granted relief to a passenger who lost his luggage during travel and upheld the order directing Air India to pay a compensation of 2 lakh rupees to him. In this case, in February this year, the National Consumer Disputes Redressal Commission had dismissed an appeal filed by Air India and had directed the airline to pay the balanced 50% compensation out of the 2 lakh to the complainant who lost his luggage. The complainant Tushar Kothari had filed the complaint after he lost one of his bags while travelling from Nagpur to Goa in an Air India flight. The district and state commissions ruled in favour of the complainant and directed Air India to compensate the passenger. In the next update, the Supreme Court has expressed its astonishment at the Allahabad High Court order which rejected the anticipatory bail application of an accused and at the same time granted him two months of interim protection. In this case, the High Court, while dismissing the anticipatory bail application filed by the accused, directed that no coercive steps be taken against the respondent for a period of two months. The bench of Justices B.R. Gawai and J.B. Pardewala observed that the High Court had clearly passed a self-contradictory order and further set aside the part of the order which directed for no coercive steps to be taken against the accused. To read in detail about the case, please visit livelaw.in. Various videos of animal cruelty coming from the state of Uttarakhand have gone viral on social media recently. Pilgrimage to Kedarnath, Yamunotri, Gangotri, Hemkund Sahib is undertaken by thousands of pilgrims every year. Many people unable to walk the routes use horses for transportation. But the equines deployed in these routes are ill-treated and hundreds of them die each year while being used by their handlers. As per a report of the Times of India, a total of 115 mules and horses working on the Char Dham and Hemkud Sahib routes died this year since the pilgrimage to the four Himalayan shrines started on April 22nd. A public interest litigation has been filed before the Uttarakhand High Court on the issue by petitioner in person Gauri Malekhi. In her plea, she also alleged that there is utter lack of sensitivity and complete indifference, not only on part of the handlers who treat the animals as mere sources of income, but also on the part of the administration which is blind to the enormity of the suffering to which the equines are being subjected. When the petitioner drew attention of the court to the communication sent by her organization in June last year, highlighting the immediate and urgent steps that need to be taken by the state for the welfare of the equines, the court directed the state to respond to the communication point by point by filing an affidavit within two weeks. Further, calling it a very serious issue of public interest, 
the bench of Chief Justice Vipin Sanghi and Justice Rakesh Thaplial directed the Secretary Animal Husbandry, the Chairperson of the Executive Committee of State Animal Welfare Board and the concerned district magistrates to remain present before the court on 10th August. Stay tuned for more updates on the matter. Anticipatory bail, as you know, is covered by Section 438 of CRPC, a provision which allows an individual to seek bail before arrest. The purpose is to protect freedom and prevent harassment in cases where the accusation might be false or motivated by malice. There is another concept of change in circumstances where an individual can seek modification or cancellation of previously granted anticipatory bail and accordingly, if not granted, based on new or changed circumstances due to new evidence, public interest, etc. Regarding this, an important observation has come from the Kerala High Court that if the High Court has denied anticipatory bail to a person, then the successive applications citing change in circumstances should also be filed before the High Court only and not before the Sessions Court. In the case here, the High Court had earlier dismissed anticipatory bail plea of the accused. He filed another anticipatory bail application before the Sessions Judge Thrissur by suppressing the High Court's dismissal order. Justice A. Badaruddin deprecated the practice of filing such subsequent anticipatory bail applications. The court opined that the said practice could not be justified. And now coming to the Telangana High Court, which has set aside the detention order issued against a Pakistani national accused of submitting forged voter ID and Aadhaar card to obtain an Indian passport. While the detainee Sheikh Gulzar Khan was granted bail in the related criminal case in March 2020, still he was being detained since February last year at Central Prison, Chirlapalli, Hyderabad. A division bench of Justice K. Lakshman and Justice P. Shri Sudha ordered the police to release the detainee forthwith on furnishing a copy of bail order by complying with the conditions imposed by the trial court. In response to a question raised by MP K.R. Suresh Reddy in the present monsoon session, the Ministry of Law and Justice has said that live streaming of court proceedings has been initiated in seven high courts across the country. While addressing the question regarding model rules for live streaming, the union government said that rules and procedure for live streaming of court proceedings in individual high courts is an administrative matter of the concerned high court and that the central government has no direct role to play in the matter. The center said that need for live streaming of court proceedings was highlighted during the pandemic as courts functioned on virtual platforms and citizens had no direct access to it. In Swapnil Tripathi versus Union of India, the Supreme Court has advocated telecasting the court proceedings live in a move towards greater transparency of proceedings in the courtroom. And lastly, while dismissing a man's revision plea against the family court's rejection of his case for divorce, the Patna High Court has observed that inability to bear a child is not a valid ground for dissolving a marriage. The court noted that in the present case, since the wife having a cyst in her uterus was unable to bear child, the husband wanted to divorce her and get remarried with another woman so that he could have a child.
The division bench of Justice Jitendra Kumar and Justice P. B. Bajantri said that developing any disease during the continuation of marriage was not within the control of any spouse. It was all a part of married life and not a ground for dissolving marriage. Thank you for joining us. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, please visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us.